With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The World Wrestling Federation. The Major Leagues of Professional Wrestling. And welcome to Detroit, Michigan. We are live for Monday Night Roar. Jim Ross and Jim Cornette here to call the action. And we are just weeks away from WrestleMania. And it looks like we're going to start things off with the general manager, William Regal, coming to the ring. Ah, oh God, the GM of Rory's coming to the ring, and you know it has to be something to do with WrestleMania. He's been going on on social media all week about this big announcement for a match at WrestleMania. It better be worth the hype. Well, Lauren Regal, it will be. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to my Monday Night Raw. Yes, indeed, and I want to put a stamp on WrestleMania from the Raw side. Now, that began last week with the matches announced, such as Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker, and AJ Styles versus Brian Danielson for the WWF Championship in the main event. But also added to that will be a new concept and that will be the WrestleMania WWF Championship Battle Royal. Now we've had things like Money in the Bank in the past where if you win a ladder match you get a championship shot at any time you're choosing. We've even had certain matches and tournaments that also had such a stipulation. But this will be like no other. This will be a 20-man over-the-top rope battle royal at WrestleMania with anybody who wants to enter. The winner of that match will win a WWF Championship match at any time of their choosing. Now, they must announce it beforehand. Now, that doesn't mean they have to announce it on the day before. All they have to do is give me prior knowledge and they're free to go out there and announce it on the night itself that they want to cast that shot in. So long as there isn't a WWF Championship match already made on the show in question. As for who to be in this match, well, that's up to the participants. That's up to the wrestlers in the back. Anybody who comes out here or goes on social media, anything they want to announce it. If you announce publicly or to me that you would wish to be part of this match, then you will be placed in it so long as slots are available. It is first come, 
first serve. Thank you very much and enjoy the... The WWF Champion, AJ Styles, what, what is he doing out here? He obviously has some issues with Regal concerning his announcement last week. He sure wasn't happy about it. Hey, he definitely does not look pleased. He's alone, no Samoa Joe here tonight. He must be getting ready for his match later on. Hold up just a second there, Regal. I've got some issues with you. And your office hasn't been taking my call, so I thought I'd just make myself known. I thought I'd just get in your face right here, right now in public, and air this in front of the world like, you know, we do around here. Regal, what you did last week was crap. What you did before that was crap. I was the rightful WWF champion, and I had to go into a 30-man battle royal to win that title back, and I did, and I became the WWF champion again. But now I've done that. Now you bring back, Brian has completely forgotten about his G1 cash-in until all of a sudden it's WrestleMania season, and oh, look, he wants to cash in some other company's prize. G1 is a New Japan stipulation, not a WWF one. Hell, you can class it as NWA if you want, but you don't class it here. You should not let it stand. He should have cashed in last summer when he had the chance. I don't care what he says about being injury. It was a home all year. He comes back and he tries to cash in against me. I want you to reverse that match and make a tournament right now. I'm sorry, Mr. Styles, but the contract is valid from the G1 tournament for all promotions, including this one. And since the Royal Rumble was for the championship match itself, I can think of no better thing that can decide who will face you at WrestleMania. So it will be Brian Danielson versus AJ Styles for the WWF Championship at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I thought. Standing behind your little protege, huh? Oh, don't look so shy. Don't look so surprised. Everybody knows it. They may tout that Shawn Michaels trained Brian Danielson, but everybody knows that Shawn just gave him the basics. You taught him everything he knows that made him what he is now. The maroon tights, the submissions, that was all you. Brian sees you as a father figure. Well, he better hang close to you, because you're the only father he's got these days. Oh, shut up. Well, seeing as how you taught him everything he knows, I figure that beating you is kind of the same as beating him. If I can get out of your submissions and beat you, I know how to beat him. I mean, yeah, I've beaten him before in the past when I was WWF champion and he was trying to take my title and he couldn't before. But, you know, I need to freshen up. I'm Brian. It's been a while. And I want to take out my aggressions for everything you've done to me, for every obstacle you've thrown in my path, for now trying to screw me out of my WF championship, I want a match with you tonight, Regal. Well, that's tough because I'm not an active competitor anymore. I haven't been for years and we already have a main event set tonight. It'll be the returning Jushin Liger going against Samoa Joe. Your friend, by the way. Joe is no friend of mine and he'll understand. He'll understand if he has to be the semi-main event to the real main eventer me. 
He knows his place. He knows that he is upper mid-card at best now that I am the champion again. Make the match. I'm sorry, but I will not do that. You can have a match with anybody you want tonight, but not me. I don't want to face anybody else, you damn limey. Nobody in that locker room has screwed me more than you have. You want to talk about screwing Brock Lesnar? I'm the one who's being screwed around here. You're the one that reversed the decision after that match with Brock Lesnar. You're the one who put me in the Royal Rumble to try and win it back instead of a one-on-one -on -one match. And you're the one who's put me against Brian now. You can say it all you want, but you're not getting the match. Oh, really? AJ there brings up his hand and slaps Regal across the face. What about that, huh? You want to fight me now? Or if you haven't got any balls left, did you retire them with your wrestling boots as well? I'll bloody well fight you, but I won't wrestle you in a sanctioned match. You want to do this? We'll do this outside. <laughs> what, so you can have your security jump me and pull me off you? No. No, I want it to be sanctioned, because then the only rules are those of a wrestling match. Your security can't protect you when it's my job to beat you up and pin you. I'm not going to have all bad news attack me from behind. I know that game. I've played it too long. AJ, what? AJ slaps him across the face again and again. That ain't off that doing it for you, huh? Huh? Or are you just going to call the security and be the b**ty that I know you are? I guess that tough Blackpool guy retired. You're just an old, broken down office guy now, huh? Come on, I know you got your gear. Everybody brings their gear, just in case. You bloody well want me in a match tonight. Alright, sunshine. You want it. You ask for it. You're getting it. Me and you in the main event tonight. AJ grins from ear to ear as Regal just glares on him, Styles smiling and nodding before leaving and yelling that he'll see him later, walking to the back as Regal looks on. My God, a main event side of that between the general manager and the WWF champion, William Regal versus AJ Styles tonight. And yes, you heard right, folks. Jushin Liger returns tonight and faces Samoa Joe. We've got a hell of a night of action, including the Macho Man. Randy Savage returning to action on WWF television against Bad Influence. All that to come. Stay with us.
RVE will control majority of the match with quick kicks and setting up for his signature moves. But as he does and goes on the top rope, he gets pushed off as Big Show inadvertently grabs the top rope. Which is then followed up by a superplex from Breeze, but that only gets two. He continues to work him over a few minutes until RVD starts coming back. But then as he does, Tyler Breeze distracts the referee, allowing Big Show to hit the KO punch. Breeze then hitting the beauty shot and covering for the three counts. Breeze rises, getting his hand raised by the shade-covered Big Show, holding it up as he celebrates with a huge smile across his face, parading around the ring and stopping, taking pictures with his selfie stick. Freezes eyes, bug out of his head, the crowd goes nuts as the glass breaks and Stone Cold Steve Austin marches down in a jeans and t-shirt. Entering the ring, Big Show running for him, but Austin tosses him aside, throwing him over the top rope. Austin would then go to the other side of the ring, grabbing himself a steel chair for the timekeeper's area, coming round and smacking off the back of Big Show, keeping him down. He'd then throw the chair down and re-entering the ring. Breeze at this point trying to run, but Austin grabs him, spins around, kicks him in the gut, and delivers a stone-cold stunner. The crowd going wild as Austin stands, mouthing off down to him and kicks him out of the ring, yelling that he's a piece of trash. He then gets a mic. Wrong place, wrong damn time. Undertaker, last week you ran your mouth saying how you're gonna drop me on my head. How it's a, such a danger after what happened to me last time. Well, let's not forget that I was dropped to my head with that tombstone in 1997. And since then, me and you have had all the great wars that we've had in the past, and you've had a lot of chances to drop me on my damn head, and you haven't done it once. Do you know why? Because you couldn't. Because in all those matches, you never got chance, because I beat the living hell out of you, whipped your ass, and opened up a can of whoop-ass. And at WrestleMania, it's gonna be just like it was on the highway to hell in Madison Square Garden 1998. It's gonna be just like it was in 1999 when I busted your ass open. Just like it was when I took the WF title from you. At WrestleMania 31, the streak 
is gonna die because it's gonna die of rattlesnake poisoning. It's not gonna be 23 and 0. It's gonna be 22 and 3, 16. And that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. The next contest would see a four corners tag team match as it would be the Kings of Wrestling taking on the Dudley Boys, taking on Wade Barrett and Rockstar Spud, taking on The Shield. Action everywhere as anyone could get it at any time, multiple pinfalls and breaks up, but in the end, a Mafia kick gets the win for Chris Hero and the Kings of Wrestling. We would then see Kazarian sitting at a desk backstage looking over a book and looking very bored by it when Christopher Daniels would jump in. Studying got you down! Step into a slim gym! Off! Oh. God, that thing's hard as rock. <laughs> I know a lot of people eat that crap. I'll tell you how. Marketing. You see, Randy Savage and the product that he plugged for so many years have a lot in common. They're all about covering up the truth and marketing an inferior product. It's all about the showmanship, not about the actual quality of what's inside. See, we know quality. We are professional wrestling, and you are an old relic who should have stayed in the old relics division down south. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I should know, because remember, I was down there, and I'm the one who ended Takamichinoku's streak of, what, a two-year time reign over that, something like that. I ended it and became their cruiserweight champion or FIP champion or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, I swear FIP used to be another division. Yeah, and I went down there as well. You know, I may have entered a couple of shows. I even went for the world championship. Do you remember that? Chris, nobody remembers that. Uh-huh. Do you know what else they don't remember? The Macho Man as tag team champions. I mean, Jay Lethal has such a dismal career that he has to steal somebody else's gimmick from the 80s to make himself one. He has such lack of talent that he has to imitate a legend just to get by. I mean, who does that? No one with talent, obviously. And tonight, we're going to prove it. We're going to prove that not only are the bad influence the best tag team in the World Wrestling Federation, we are not only going to prove that we are younger and more virile than you will ever be, Randy. Hey, Liz, when Flair's done, give us a call. <laughs> Tonight we prove that the macho men are irrelevant idiots, dickless dorks, and passe p***s.
Bird from True Japan, Manami Toyota! These two are start with a bit of ground and pound till H.A. would come off the ropes and go straight for the Black Widow. But Toyota is able to turn that into a form of a fireman's carry. Few more moves are exchanged including a butterfly suplex and A.J. looking for that Black Widow at every turn. The action would even spill out of the ring and as they would re-enter it was just getting good as A.J. would come off the top rope with a missile drop kick then look to go for her finisher again. When Daphne would appear, her lead pipe in hand, nailing them both down as the crowd would boo, the bell ringing for the disqualification. The boo's getting louder as Daphne holds her pipe up and drops it, laughing maniacally as she tips her head back. And then... Jack Chester enters the ring with only Abyss at his side, joining Daphne and nodding. Last week, I said that there would be consequences if anybody failed me. And they did. King Brodus tapped out to Kurt Angle. And now he finds himself on the discard pile. Goodbye. And Paige. The other queen, the queen of diamonds. She was tasked in helping Daphne regain the women's championship. She failed. The page has been turned and her chapter is history. So then, there was three. A streamlined version of the Royal Flush to be sure. No longer a full hand. But what we do have is three of a kind. A three of a kind that is strong to beat any other hand that you may have. And especially one solo card, like Dolph Ziggler, who last week found out that I'm a man of my word. You see, it's said that if you want something done right, then you do it yourself. Last week I proved to the world that I can take care of business myself. I have been on the sidelines for far too long. I have stood and let other inferior men do my business. Well, now I will handle my own business in this ring and in this federation. I proved to the big boss man, at least, that I can do that. And I proved it to Dolph Ziggler last week. 
And I have the monstrous abyss with the mind of James Mitchell by his side. And in the women's division, I have my maniacal Daphne, and that is all that I need. Adrian Neville may think that he has started a new era by becoming himself again, but he has simply been fired and is looking for a second option. See, the strength is not in numbers. The strength is in a united force, which we were not before, but now we are united and stronger than ever, ready to deal our hand against the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, and one more thing. Myself and Abyss will be in your battle royal regal, and one of us will become the number one contender. <laughs> Alright ladies and gentlemen, Gene Oakland here, and at this time allow me to introduce my guests, Randy Savage and Jay Lethal, the Macho Men. Come on in gentlemen. Tonight we've heard the words, already a bad influence, and they had some cutting words for both of you, as they have for you for months, Mr. Savage, and tonight, this tag team match may settle it all. I can barely contain it. Last week I said there was all to be said about this situation. And see, they just had to keep poking the stick they had to keep making it worse. And you see, what eventually happens if you poke the bear too much is he turns around and mauls you. And this is what is gonna happen tonight. You're gonna get a listen in respect, you're gonna get a listen in humility, and you're gonna get a listen on what being a real man is, yeah. And that is speaking with his fists, and not with his words. Oakland would then bring the microphone over to Lethal. Daniels, Kazarian, you wanna get serious? Let's get serious. We'll see you in the ring. Ooh,
Music and Finkel are cut off as the Macho Miller jumped by the bad influence. But they fire right back, throwing off their jackets and firing away. Beating the bad influence all the way down the ramp and smashing their faces off the ring apron and crowd barrier. Sending them into the ring and then handing them their ass for the better part of the next 10 minutes. Macho Man just teeing off with jabs and throwing them all around the ring, making sure to punish them and letting Jay Lethal get in a few as well, him having more than a few axes to grind. A few sneaky manoeuvres, including a low blow behind the referee's back to Lethal, would allow Bad Influence to take control, beating Lethal down and locking him in various submission holds and sleepers, hitting a couple of double moves, and then Daniels hits a butterfly suplex, which gets one, then goes for the Angel's wings, but Lethal is able to get out of that, run across the ring, and hit it in Sigori as Daniel comes in, and tag in the Macho Man. Savage comes in, running wild on both men, then hits a body slam on both men for heading to the top rope flying off with a match of an elbow covering for one two no Daniels breaks it up sending him off his partner Kazarian he'd hammer him Savage and a Savage would fire back and they could troll the match for the next few minutes then tying in Lethal running back into the apron Lethal now running wild and looking for the lethal combination but our Savage is on the apron here comes Austin Aries down the ramp and pulling him off the ring apron the referee not seeing it as he beats into him and throws him into the steel ring steps the crowd boom wildly yelling for the referee to turn around as he engaged in an argument with Daniels and Kaz who are defying the distraction allowing then Daniels to hit the angels wings and covering for one two three Christopher Daniels and Kazarian prepare influence. Aries would look on grinning into the ring. Jay Lethal knocked out. Bad influence celebrating an overtop way. Yelling woohoo and holding up their hands wide. Taunting them both with Randy Savage like taunts. Savage just coming to, holding his head and looking up in a red face, boiling rage as Aries heads backstage. When we come back from break, we are backstage where Gene Oakland runs up to the walking away Austin Aries. Aries, Austin Aries! If we can just get a word, why? Why on earth did you get involved in that tag team matchup just? Why did you attack Randy Savage and cost the Macho Man the match? Well, obviously you've got as much brain cells as you do hair follicles, Gene. See, last week, I told the world, and Randy, that I would make him decide to face me at WrestleMania. Hell, I'd say I'd put this in a continental title on the line, and that wasn't good enough for him. So he needed incentive. Well, i just given him incentive. Randy, you want revenge? I'll see you on April the 5th. I'll see you at WrestleMania. What again? I only have Tyler Breeze scheduled right now. Yeah, he's match earlier. What is he? What is he coming out of here for again? Big Show as well. Obviously holding his back from that chair shot earlier. Obviously PayPal must be working well. <laughs> no. No, I will not be treated like that. I will not be booted off here in my moment of victory. I beat a legend. 
tonight, and I will not be kicked out of the ring by some redneck. No, I am going to stay in this ring right now until William Regal comes out here, or even Rockstar Spudnik, or whatever the hell his name is. Anybody comes out here and compensates me. I want a match at WrestleMania. I want a championship match at WrestleMania right now. And I am not leaving this ring until I get it. Big Show, get a seat. Get, get a couple of chairs. We're going to sit here. We're going to wait this one out. We'll, we'll be here all night if we have to. What in the world? Tyler Breeze is holding up. Can we get some security out here, please? Well, this is going to be the most good-looking last hour of Roar. <laughs> You want to move from the ring now? Well, you did call for security. The lights come up before Breeze or Big Show can react. The Undertaker is in the ring and hammers into Big Show, grabbing him by the throat and choke slamming him. Breeze tries to run, but he's grabbed by his ponytail, pulled back, scooped up, and driven down with a tombstone pile driver. Austin, that is what awaits you at WrestleMania. I may have not been able to do it before, but this time I will make sure I do it with maximum impact. And you will rest in peace.
these two would beat the living hell out of each other. Brian with stiff kicks, Seamus with stiff shots, welts appearing all over Seamus's white skin, and similar bruises appearing on Brian as they would just take it to each other in around the ring, and then some more in the ring, locking in submissions on both sides and hitting each other with every single move in their arsenal. The white noise would not get it done. The yes lock would not make Seamus tap out. The bro kick would be countered into another yes lock, which again Seamus would escape. Then, after a mighty top rope belly to belly suplex, both men would lay on the mat, the crowd roaring. They would rise again and Seamus again go for the bro kick, but Brian would take him down with his kicks. Then back off and run in for the knee, but Seamus would duck it, throw him back to the ropes, but Brian would come back and hitting the running knee! Covering for one, two, three! He was an impressive victory for Brian here tonight. He is without doubt one of the most popular superstars in the modern age. Definitely of his generation. The crowd behind him, the yes chance worldwide. But can he, will he get it done in the main event of WrestleMania? Will he become WWE Champion again? We will then see the face of Kurt Angle. Alright, well I'm not on Raw this week. And the reason is I've been focusing myself, preparing myself for next week. You see, I'm the next man in line. As Goldberg would say, I'm next. Okada, you have been undefeated so far. But now you're coming up against an Olympic medalist. You're coming up against the man who won that gold medal with a broken freaking neck. You're coming up against a multi-time world champion in multiple federations. Okada, next week, you've met your match in Kurt Angle. It's true. It's true. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is made for next week. Kurt Angle versus the undefeated Japanese sensation Okada. And what a match that will be, and... One match the next match will be between Samoa Joe and Jushin Thunder Liger. And of course our main event still to come. But before we go on to that, we've got an announcement. And that is that Eric Bischoff has been able to secure for X Factor the women's division. That's right. The women's division will now appear on both Roar and X Factor. Thanks to this deal that Bischoff signed with Regal over the weekend. Women on both shows. It means more women to go around. It means that Eric Bischoff is leeching off of this show because this show isn't good enough. That's what it means. Well, that's it. Let's go for our semi-main event. The following contest is your semi-main with a half-hour time limit, introducing cuts from the Isle of Samoa, winging a 208 pounds, Samoa Jones!
IWGP Champion for the better part of the year. He offended that title in the NWA. He offended it in Japan. He offended it all over the world, including here. But now he has returned full time as a WWF wrestler, a WWF superstar, and he is going up against one of the baddest WWF champions we have ever had. What a match this is going to be. The two lock up, and here we go. Liger would control the early chain wrestling until Joe is able to lock in an early STF. Liger crawling across the ring and grabbing the ropes. Joe would work Liger over with jabs and kicks, beating him down the corner and picking him up. And then after jabs, hitting his step up in Sigori. Joe continued to control the next few minutes and even counter a running attack into an ST Joe, which finds two. He would then live up to his nickname and looking for some more. Submissions, eventually locking Liger in several, and then a modified STF again. But Liger is able to get to the ropes. Joe stumbling away at him, and then picking him up, taking him to the corner and placing him up there for the muscle buster. But Liger is able to kick him off, rise on the top rope, and fly off with his diving Luther's press, hooking the legs for two. Liger would take control by working over Joe's legs, beating down one and locking in several painful holds, including the figure four leg lock. But Joe would roll out of that and find the ropes. Liger then hit a Liger wheel kick for two. Joe now hobbling to his feet as Liger goes for a hurricane runner, but Joe counters into a powerbomb for two. Joe has now taken control again and beats Liger to a pulp before locking in the Coquina Clutch. But Liger counters that into a sit-out jawbreaker. Then as Joe reels away from Matt, he locks him in for a bridging fisherman suplex for two. Both then rise and Liger hits a drop kick, sending Joe to the corner, then running in with a running Liger wheel kick there, and then a stand-up into Gore of his own for two. He then goes back to the top and hits a frog splash for one, two, no! Liger now signals for it and goes for the Liger bomb, but Joe goes behind and locks in the coquina clutch! But as he goes to drop black, Liger will grab his legs and turn it into a belly-to-back slam! He then rises and pulls Joe in, hitting the Crash Thunderbuster! Covering for one, two, no! Liger goes for it again, but Joe grabs his head and goes behind, locking in the Coquina Clutch! Dropping back and great finding the legs! Within moments, Liger stops flailing and passes out. Choked out as the referee calls for the bell. Joe and Rizal just seething with sweat and victory, looking into the camera with a look that could kill, and turning his head and asking for a mic. First of all, AJ, I am no one's lackey. We had a deal. The deal was done. I lived out to my end of the bargain. And you still have to live up to yours. You do not get to talk about me like that. And the next time you do, I will make sure that you do not make it to WrestleMania. And speaking 
of the grandest stage of them all that I've made evented for the last two years. I find myself wondering what I'm going to be doing on that night. And I've decided, if I can't challenge AJ for the WWF Championship, if I can't be in the main event, then I want to be the closest thing to the top. And what better way to make headlines than becoming the second greatest champion in the world that I can on that night? How about making headlines by beating an unbeatable monster? Kane! I just beat the guy you beat. That makes me my number one contender in my eyes. I'm challenging you to put your IWGP title on the line at WrestleMania. Ladies and gentlemen, just before our main event, I'm here with the number one contender, Brian Danielson. And you've deliberately not come to me all night because you don't want to hear what I have to say. You don't want to hear the complete stuff to say. You better have your hands on the dump button just in case. <laughs> Sheamus has bruises all over his body. And the reason he does is because of AJ. I couldn't get you tonight, AJ. You had security all outside of your private locker room. You made sure that I couldn't get to you. You don't get to bring my family into this. You don't get to bring my father into this. I hope Regal makes you eat your teeth. I hope he hits you so hard that you might not make it to WrestleMania because of a concussion. I hope he kicks your sorry ass! Brian storms off as Alfred walks on. The following compass is your main event of the evening! And this is a one call with television time remaining. He is the first from Blackpool, England, weighing in at 243 pounds. He is the general manager of Monday Night Raw, William Regal.
Rusa, Kirsley Hall, wrestling federation champion of the Referee checks up both men, rings the bell, and here we go. Regal will control the early section, just hammering into AJ with right hands and hitting him with stiff shots one after the other. European uppercuts and knees are plenty. AJ would fire back, it was a back and forth contest for a few minutes until Regal would hit a knee trembler, and that would find two. Cursing it, Regal would go for it again, but this time AJ was able to counter it into the calf killer. Looking Regal in it, Regal screaming at the top of his lungs, but able again to go over and grab the ropes. The referee would force the break, but Styles get right up and just stomp the living hell out of Regal on the mat, then pick him up and deliver a Pele kick. That finds two, another Pele kick also finds two. Styles are heads to the top rope, but Regal grabs him and slams him down to the canvas. He would then run in for another knee to the head, but AJ would jump up and nail a jumping discus clothesline, turning Regal inside out. AJ would hit several more signature moves for then going for the Styles Clash, pulling Regal in. Regal was able to get out of it after a few seconds, but a stomp into the gut a couple of times and AJ pulls him in, hooking him and delivering the Styles Clash. Except something seemed very wrong. As the landing happened, Regal's head bent in the complete wrong direction. Styles going for the cover, but the referee refusing, just asking for him to get off so he can look at Regal after that. Regal's eyes are rolling to the back of his head. No one knows what is happening, and Regal does not move for 30 seconds. AJ is looking down at him, seeing this, and then goes in, continuing to stomp down into Regal to allow booze. The referee pulling him back, yelling at him, tackling him down. It's more official to get the ring, and the referee would call for the bell. After a few minutes of commotion, EMTs would fill the ring, going to Regal's aid. AJ yelling over them, yelling that he had him. What the hell are they doing? The officials would keep AJ back, the EMTs making sure of it as Regal is started carefully to be loaded onto a stretcher. AJ yelling over it as Finkel would announce. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner by referee stoppage, AJ Styles! AJ would shake his head but throw his arms up anyway, then just head out of the ring and grab his belt, yelling that this is bullshit, yelling that he had nothing to do with this, that it's Regal's fault as he throws the title over his shoulder and heads to the back, looking to the ring with one last look of almost concern, then shaking his head and yelling that it was the old man's fault. More EMTs continuing to see to the unmoving Regal, as JR would be left to commentate. Oh. Well, I'm not sure what's happened here. Obviously, 
We see the replays here. The Styles Clash was hit, but you see the way the Regals had hit. That was not a, a normal landing for a Styles Clash. Most wrestlers know how to defend against a move like that and took their head so they, their head does not take the impact. Obviously, that was not the case here tonight with William Regal. Uh, officials and doctors come into the ring to, to see to the general manager. Folks, the, the, the show may be over. Oh, God, here comes Brian. Brian runs to the ring, storming it, and running right into Regal. Going over and ducking down. Tears in his eyes as he holds. Tears in his eyes, he kneels down over his mentor and helps the MTs, yelling at him, asking him to respond, asking for him to move. Well, folks, um, we're going to go off the air. There'll be a we're running out of time. There'll be an update on WFWrestling.com. See you next, next week. Hopefully we have some updates on X-Factor. And the update would indeed come that William Regal had suffered severe neck trauma. Luckily not paralysed, but he would be out of action for some time. X-Factor would kick off with the American Wolves against London and Kendrick. Kendrick would actually leave London, allowing the Wolves to pick up the win. Kendrick leaving his partner and heading out of the arena to allow booze. Loki would then take on Chris Saban, getting the win with the Warriors' way. Beth Phoenix would then take on Paige in the first women's match of X-Factor. Beth Phoenix getting the win in that one. We then cut to Eric Bischoff in his office with JBL, announcing that due to Regal's injury, he will be running Raw next week. Then Delirious, still dressed as Hollywood Hogan somewhat, would face Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley getting the win with a shell shock. And then the main event, Adrian Neville would take on Justin Gabriel, Adrian Neville getting the win with a red arrow after a hell out of that. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.